This is the Jewish Almanac Podcast, a weekly short program that explores opportunities for frugal and DIY Jewish adult learning. I'm James M. Branham, and this is episode number five with a release date of March 15, 2023. Before going on, don't forget that you can find a transcript and show notes for this episode and all of our past episodes on our website, jewishalmanac.com. This podcast can also be found on most of the major podcast apps. Also, this episode is brought to you by our podcast backers, including an anonymous donor who didn't want to be named. So to whoever you are, we appreciate you. In this episode, I'll be sharing our weekly podcast roundup where I'll be sharing highlights of some of the best Jewish podcasts out there. And then I'll have a segment to discuss some programs I've watched recently on Kyflex, a streaming platform for Jewish and Israeli content. Finally, you'll hear about some of the resources available for learning Ladino, a Jewish language that was once the primary language of Jews in the Mediterranean region. So, on to the podcast roundup. On Judaism Unbound, episode number 369, host Dan and Lex interviewed Ariel Maisie, I believe is how say the name, a professor of religious studies at Stanford, who is also the co-author of a two-volume series on the topic of neo-Hasidism. On Kutzpod, season two, episode 21, we heard the last episode of Sarah guest hosting in place of regular co-host Joshua Molina. I also, I, by the way, I should mention I really enjoyed hearing Sarah on the show over these last few weeks, and I hope that she comes back to guest host down the road. I, I really appreciated Sarah's experience as a Jewish person who is also indigenous to this continent, but I also appreciated the perspective she gave to these episodes based on her experience as a Jew who was less ver- versed in some aspects of Jewish practice, and hence came to the conversation with what the Buddhist tradition refers to as beginner's mind which in many ways is a very enviable position to be in. A lot less unlearning to do. By the way, the topic for this episode was, in honor of International Women's Day, was the Jewish character of Lilith, described in Jewish folklore as being Adam's first wife, with Eve being wife number two. Before I listened to this episode, I knew a little bit about the Lilith story, but I didn't know some of the details, especially how the story has its roots in rabbinic curiosity about why there are two creation accounts in Bereshit, a.k.a. Genesis. So, anyway, from there, they as they unpack the, the little story, it went into some pretty intense places, including delving into issues involving sexuality, gender roles, and autonomy. There is a lot here, and arguably this is one of the most educational episodes of Kutzpod to date, so you don't want to miss it. Again, that is Kutzpod Season 2, Episode 21. On Adapting the Future of Jewish Education podcast, Season 3, Episode 21, host David Breifman spoke with Susan Bronson of the Yiddish Book Center in Amherst, Massachusetts. The main topic of the conversation was the idea that Yiddish learning is not a historical exercise, but rather is very much an expression of modern Yiddishkeit, particularly when seen through the lens of young Jewish adults who are connecting with Yiddish as an expression of their leftist Jewish values and culture. By the way, thanks to this episode, I discovered some new music by Joshua Dolgan, who has the stage name of DJ So-Called. If you look for him, search, search for So-Called, all one word, S-O-C-A-L-L-E-D. 
according to Wikipedia, so-called is described as, quote, a Canadian rapper and record producer known for his eclectic mix of hip-hop, klezmer, and other styles such as drum and bass and folk music, end quote. So anyway, after I hearing about, about uh, so-called, I got to listen to a lot of his tracks on Spotify over the last few days, and I came away being very, very impressed, but particularly with the song You Are Never Alone from his 2007 album Ghetto Blaster that somehow amazingly blends Western swing, hip-hop, klezmer, and jazz in a way that is really hard to describe but really enjoyable to listen to. In fact, I... Uh, I just love the song. It's just, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, I love it. Then on the Queer Yid podcast, episode three. By the way, this is an older podcast. I wish they put out some more pot episodes, but I've been going back and listening to some of the old ones from this, this ep- series. It's really good. This is Queer Yid podcast, episode three. I heard a powerful conversation with Shlomo Sat, a survivor of conversion therapy, who spoke about his life growing up as a queer Yid in the yeshivish world. It was a painful listen, particularly in hearing more of the inner workings of the so-called gay conversion therapy world, and how so often those who are promoting and even running this quote-unquote therapy are in fact folks who are queer themselves, but aren't ready to accept it yet. In other words, if you dig deep, these so-called success stories often are not that. I also really liked hearing Shlomo's original liberating idea that if God made him gay, then it was God's problem, not his, and he didn't have to try to fix himself anymore. That's a pretty awesome idea. And that was our podcast roundup for this week. If you like the Jewish Almanac podcast and like to support us in creating more content and getting the word out there about our content, please consider becoming a monthly backer a one, or one-time donor, or better yet, becoming a sponsor. We'll let you promote your website, project, or organization to an audience of motivated adult Jewish learners. To learn more, please visit opencollective.com slash jewishalmanac. Again, that is opencollective.com, all one word, slash jewishalmanac. And all the options for giving are right there on that page. We really appreciate it. Next, I want to share a little bit about the online streaming platform KaiFlix. By the way, that is spelled C-H-A-I. F-L-I-C-K-S dot com. So a few months ago, my family and I signed up for it when it was on sale, and we have since then really enjoyed it a lot. The service features a pretty large library of mostly Israeli TV shows and movies, but also some non-Israeli films on Jewish themes. Most of the content is in Hebrew, but there are English subtitles, thankfully. Cost-wise, it's currently um, for sale at $7.99 a month, but they often have coupons and promo codes, some really good ones. So be sure and search for the latest specials before you sign up if you do. So on the TV show side of things, uh, of the offerings from Kaiflix, we are a huge fans of the show Checkout, a.k.a. Kupa Rashit, which means main register in Hebrew. Checkout is a workplace mockumentary-style comedy in the vein of The Office, but of course it is set not in the U.S. or even the U.K., but rather it is set in Yavne, Israel with some of the most hilarious characters I've seen on TV in a long time. So far, and this is a hard, because there's a lot of characters I love, but probably my favorite character is a guy named Ramzi. He's a very sweet but naive Arab-Israeli grocery worker who is entirely too excited about groceries, which, of course, brings immediate comparisons for me with, a, with Dwight Schrute's obsession with paper and beets on The Office. 
But besides comedic TV shows, there's also a lot of movies and some good documentaries. And I got to see two of those um, documentaries recently as well. The first one was Rabbeinu, which means Our Rabbi. In Rabbeinu, it tells the story and the legacy of Rabbi Nachman of Breslov in ways that were trippy, compelling, but also deeply disturbing. For me, it was mostly when I recognized how many similarities there were, in both good and bad ways, between the Breslov movement of Judaism and, and comparing that with evangelical and especially charismatic strains of Christianity. Uh, yeah, there's some weird similarities there. But it's interesting and very much worth watching, even just to try to understand the phenomenon of the Hasidic world and Neo-Hasidism. The other documentary I got to watch was called Havana Curveball. And this is a film that told the story of Micah, a boy who was inspired by his grandfather's story of escaping the Nazis by way of Cuba. And so Micah, who heard this story, was inspired by it. He decided for his bar mitzvah service project to donate baseball equipment to Cuban youth. Which, of course, became a much more complicated proposition because Micah lives in the San Francisco Bay Area of the U.S. and he was having to deal with the ridiculously cruel and inhumane U.S. sanctions regime against the people of Cuba. I like many things about this movie, but mostly what I was most excited about was getting to see some of my favorite Havana landmarks, including... Uh, Templo Beth Shalom in the Vedado neighborhood, which I got to visit back in 2019. It's a really powerful experience getting to, to see that again. And just seeing this boy's connection with Judaism and over time with the Cuban people is a really powerful thing to see. For our last segment, I want to share for a few minutes about resources for learning Ladino. It's a Jewish language that has been described as being essentially, quote, 15th century Spanish, with words mixed in from Portuguese, French, Italian, Arabic, Greek, Turkish, and Hebrew, unquote. It was historically spoken by Sephardic Jews across the Mediterranean region from the time of the Spanish Inquisition until World War II. It is no longer widely spoken as a first language, but according to some sources, there may be as many as 200,000 people today with some degree of familiarity with the language. So, so far in my baby steps of learning Ladino, I found a few resources that I think are worth exploring, but I, will, but I hope to share more over time in later episodes of this podcast. For now, though, I'm just going to talk about two of those resources. The first one is from myjewishlearning.com. They have a great page of resources on learning Ladino. And I'm not going to read off the, the link here, but I will say that you can find the link on our show page uh, for this episode at jewishalmanac.com. But you can also just search for myjewishlearning.com and search for learning Ladino. On that page, it includes links to classes, dictionaries, resource libraries, books, and oodles and oodles of other resources. It, it's fabulous. So again, go to the show notes for this episode. You'll find a link to that. The other resource I wanted to share, and this is something that's a little simpler, but very actionable, something you can use right now. And this website is memrise.com, and that is spelled M-E-M-R-I-S-E.com. On that platform, do a search, and you'll find they have a Ladino short course that focuses on basic vocabulary, and thankfully is free. Again, you can find a link to it on the show notes for this episode. 
By the way, I tried this this uh, this uh, program and I really liked it. And I'm already seeing a lot of interesting similarities and differences between Spanish and Ladino. So especially if you know a little bit of Spanish, uh, the Memorize.com page on Ladino is a great place to, to continue your learning. Well, that's it for this week. If you have questions, suggestions, critiques, comments, etc., please send them my way. My contact info is on our website, jewishalmanac.com. But I also love to hear from folks from Facebook. Just look for us at facebook.com slash jewishalmanac. You can also find us on Mastodon. Just search again there for Jewish Almanac. Or follow the link on our website, jewishalmanac.com. Also, thanks go to Danny Bell and Rose Gold Glitch for the music we used in this episode. And so until next week, Shavua Tov. Have a good week. Bye for now. <laughs>